Thanks for listening to the Phobic Flyer Who Learned to Fly's Real Pilot Answer Series with Andy Clark and Peter Cox. Tonight's episode is Real Pilot Answers Part 6, including Should You Drink Before a Flight? I started learning to fly in 2013 and it took me seven and a half years to get my PPR license due to a debilitating fear of flying. I created this channel to show some of my training and what's next for my flying hobby and to prove that it is possible to overcome a phobia. Welcome to the Phobic Flyer YouTube channel. What are those annoying spinny things that make that noise that when you're... Uh, the trimmer. Yeah, okay. How does that work? Um, exactly the same as you have a trimmer on the Warrior. Okay. And when you're flying at different speeds, you need to trim the aircraft to fly in trim okay in different configurations it's exactly the same just okay. boeing thought they'd make it a big terrifying wheel that clatters around and tries to remove kneecaps and it also does it for you as well doesn't it yes there's, the an, there's an electric trimmer yeah so I, even if the autopilot isn't flying it i can still trim electronically okay i have a thumb switch yeah and i can move that forwards and backwards and the trimmer will move accordingly yeah um, and if i have a failure of the trim system i can pull out a little handle on that trim wheel. Oh, really? Or more importantly, I can get the FO to pull the handle yeah. out and he'll trim for me. But it's incredibly heavy. Is it? Yeah, if there's a lot of load and you need to trim out, it's a huge amount of effort to turn it. Yeah. And this is why MCAS was so dangerous. Oh, yes. Because they, were, they, they couldn't actually overpower the aerodynamic forces of how far MCAS had trimmed the aircraft out of trim. Oh, so, yeah, it's... Um, that's what that is. The yeah. Airbus doesn't do it. It's much more civilised. It has a tiny little wheel yeah. that just rotates quietly. Yeah. But no, the, the Boeing one is a huge, great thundering wheel next to me. Uh, you, I can. I always used to think that there were weights underneath the aircraft moving up and down it to trim it. I know that sounds so stupid, but it's <laughs> to think. Anything, and we avoid weight on an airplane. Yeah, well, it's a bad thing. It is. Weight yeah. is a bad thing because it, it's expensive. It's Yeah, it burns fuel. Yeah. So yes, we don't want it. Um, there is a really, sidetrack back to uh, my ATPL or sort of my commercial pilot theory exams, there was a horrendous question where you had to work out the trim difference on an airliner of a cart of duty-free being moved from one row of seats to another row of seats down most of the length of the aircraft. Ah. And you're all busy trying to work out arm movements and weight changes and, and pivot points and all the rest of it. And the gotcha was everyone forgot that it was being, it says that a, f a female cabin crew member pushes the cart and everyone forgot to add the weight of the female cabin crew member. Oh, wow. So, yes. Oh. So, if you have, a, if you, the aircraft is in trim, and the cabin crew walk a heavy cart because they are quite heavy. Yeah. From one end of the aircraft to the other, you watch, you will see the trim wheel move. It will. Yeah. Oh wow, fantastic! Thanks, Peter. So again, going back to when I was nervous of flying, I can remember um, going to America on a seven five seven. I think it would have been, and I was so nervous. Um, I I think I ended, and it was a scheduled flight, so it was free alcohol. I think I had about seven or eight of those little tiny bottles of of whiskey. Um, which were very nice and it did make me feel very out of it but would you recommend that no no um for a start i would never recommend being intoxicated on an airplane okay um this also goes to the fact that i wouldn't recommend drinking in the airport reason being that if you are used to drinking a certain quantity in the airport or on the ground yeah at altitude it will have a greater effect on you so oh. what you may deem is i'm absolutely fine i can drink this much and yeah. it won't affect me it will at altitude. Okay. Um, and my biggest concern with people who have consumed alcohol is should a situation arise where I need people to be able to evacuate an aircraft yeah. in a hurry or be able to follow pretty specific safety instructions in a high stress environment, someone who's intoxicated is not very much help to me. No. And they are potentially going to get in the way and cause issues 
that is going to put other people's lives at risk, including the cabin crew who are going to have to deal with them. Yeah. The other thing that I see is people who self-medicate with sleeping tablets. Right. I would strongly never recommend never taking sleeping tablets before getting on an aircraft for the sole reason that you've got the same problem. Yeah. If a situation arises, it will have a negative effect on your ability to handle that situation. Yeah. And also, more likely, flight delays exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could suddenly find that you've taken tablets expecting that you're going to be airborne in an hour's time and then you'll be falling asleep and it'll be marvellous and you're going to wake up on the other side of the planet. Yeah. And then you get some big delays and you are now trying to fight the yeah. feelings of sleeping of tablets. Yeah. So as much as it's many people's method of coping, I would strongly recommend against it if you can. Okay. Um, more sensibly is try and understand your fear. Yeah. And cope with it through more natural coping mechanisms rather than turning to chemicals or alcohol. What would you recommend for dealing with a flight phobia? I mean, my uh, my solution was pretty extreme. It was and yes. expensive. <laughs> it was. However, you're not the only person who has booked a trial lesson. And normally, just after takeoff, they announce to me that they're doing it because they're terrified of flying. Yeah, would have been nicer to know that beforehand. I'd have probably In treated it. with it slightly differently. Yeah, methods for dealing with phobias yeah vary on what the phobia is okay uh, some people it's a phobia of being out of control i think that was mine it's a real control freak thing. yeah um it you have to basically relinquish all control you're getting into a pressurized metal tube and hurtling through the sky seven miles off the ground at 500 mile an hour yeah hoping, what can possibly go wrong exactly <laughs> hoping that the two people at the front haven't fallen asleep yeah you've got to have faith yeah and confidence um to you getting on an aircraft once a year maybe to go on your holiday it's a major thing for you yeah because it's an environment you're not familiar with yeah getting on an aircraft is what i do almost daily i look at it probably very differently if you think about you going into your office environment most people have jobs that have something that they find different yeah uncomfortable annoying in some respects that someone else who doesn't do that job we're going in would probably get nervous about yeah it's exactly the same thing. So it's not a test flight. We're not test pilots. No. This is a normal job. We fly planes for a living. Have faith in us. Yeah. Have faith in the engineering for the aircraft. Because if I didn't have faith in the engineers and the work they were doing, I wouldn't be on that plane. Yeah. Because although your life is important to me, yeah, yours mine is, more... is more important. <laughs> so yes, I would not get on a plane if I thought there was any reason not to get on it. So if I've got on the plane, hopefully that will be reassuring enough that you could get on the plane. Yeah. So try and understand the phobia. Try and understand what's causing the fear. A little bit of understanding can go a long way. Yeah. It can also be dangerous, depending on how you do Overthink it. Overthink it. Overthink it. And then it, it sort of becomes worse because then yeah. you're looking for absolutely everything. Aircraft make noises, they have strange feelings, um, they have strange smells. It's all unusual. Yeah. Again, you're, you're experiencing it once a year. I'm experiencing it daily, so I wouldn't even bat an eyelid where you might be really worried about a noise because I know what it is. Yeah. Um, the best thing you can do is talk to the cabin crew. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you've got onto the aircraft, they say, if you've got onto the aircraft, talk to them, let them know you are a nervous flyer. They will do their very best to help you in any way possible. Cool. And... If you have the ability to go and talk to the pilots before the flight, do it. We're, we're only human. Yeah. Come in and see us. I have spoken to numerous people before doing a flight. Yep. And their fear is that they've got to get through this to go and enjoy their holiday. 
and I want to make the flight as enjoyable as possible. Yeah. And if I can mean that if I can make the flight as boring as possible, yeah. I I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Because a boring flight is a really good flight for a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excitement is not what I go to work for. No, no. So talk to people. Talk to the cabin crew. If yeah. you can talk to the pilots, do it. They'll give you lots of information. If you are nervous about weather, they will tell you what the weather forecasts are all the way along the route because we have to look at it. Yeah, of course. So we know what we're going to expect. And we're not going to lie. If no. there's a chance of turbulence two hours into the flight as we cross a certain area, we'll mention it. Yeah. And in the PA, I will do exactly the same. So listen to the PA. Listen to the information being presented to you and try and then build confidence that the people around you are there to look after you and to provide you a safe journey. If you have a really severe fear of flying to the point you can't physically get on an aeroplane, then there are several routes you can take. These um, hypnosis. Yeah, which I did. Which actually. I believe you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah, you can go down that route. If you are more a fear of lack of knowledge, several airlines will run fear of flying courses. Okay. These don't run very often, and because of COVID, they haven't run at all, obviously. Yeah. But what they will do is they will have you in, a, in a, a large room with a whole load of other people who have a fear of flying. Yeah. And you'll have a day's presentation from various people explaining, similar to what we're doing now, yeah. explaining sort of the noises, how things work. And stuff. But the room is filled with pilots, cabin crew, yeah. people who can answer your questions. And they will take you through to try and explain as much as possible so you know what's coming. And at the end of the day, you will be taken onto an airliner and you will go and do a very short flight in the UK. Really? So it's about a 40, 45 minute flight. So taxi out, take off, climb up to a level, fly for a little bit, come back in, land, taxi back. When you're doing that, it's almost a one-to-one. -one. So you'll have a person who's, who obviously has the fear of flying and with them will be a pilot or a cabin crew member oh. and there are other people on the flight and the PA system is used continuously as someone is explaining exactly what's going on, what yeah. the noises you're hearing, what the sensations you're hearing, what's happening to the aircraft outside. And having watched people go through these, yes, yeah. they are obviously still terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've done it once. Yeah. And once you've done it once, you can do it again and build up experience and do it again. Yeah. And that's what it all comes down to. Have, getting, getting through the first hurdle, but the trouble is you don't do it very often. No. So if you do it once, you're not going to do it again for a year. Yeah. It's very easy for that and those negative feelings to build Definitely. back up. So yeah. take onus that you've done it once and you've succeeded. Yeah. You can do it again. Brilliant. Thanks, Peter. And don't forget, please come back and subscribe to the channel so that you can view more questions and answers with Peter Cox. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.